departing, y'all. I just wanna be hey. It seems like everywhere I go, everybody there trying to steal the show. So I'm here with my plan. I gotta let him be who I am. I wanna show that now it's our time. Today is my day to make you say day. Cause I'm getting my way. It's my time to shine and it's What's up, everybody? It's your boy Sanchez Four Five coming at you. It's the On the Warpath podcast. It's the day, the Monday after the draft. And if you're a Redskins fan, you should be grateful. You should be happy. But like, I don't know who said it, but these hoes ain't loyal. Either way, um, if you ain't loyal to the Skins right now, you ain't nothing but a dirty hoe. But anyway, we'll get to the point. <laughs> Amir is here with me, and we're going to go through the picks. We'll talk about the undrafteds, and then we've got a little bit at the end of the segment, at the end of the, the podcast that we will dive into. But first things first, Mr. Amir, what did you think of this draft? Uh, Mr. Sanchez, so this draft, it feels different. Different in a good way. And we'll all dive into that later. But as of right now, this this draft just feels right. On paper, it feels amazing. The 2018 draft class of the Washington Redskins look looks like... Honestly... I have never seen a draft class so solid for a team that I feel like every single player drafted could make the team. Hmm. I see it. So anyway, we get in. It, I, I, and I, I feel the same way. I, I thought this was a draft for need and looking to the future. Like, not just feeling the here and now, but the later on. Um, it, It's just saying, like, everybody's expendable. So, you know, if you mess up, you're gone, and some young dude will take your position there. But um, it started out on Thursday, and a lot of people, and a lot of people were upset about 13. Our good friend B. Militant wasn't too happy about it. Um, there was Louis T. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I Louis T. Probably wasn't wasn't happy about it either. But you know what? I'm happy about it. I think uh, our good buddy BFG was happy about it or was satisfied mm-hmm. with it. Uh, it was actually a very good pleasure to join, have BFG join us yes. on, the, on the live podcast. That was yeah. really good. Yes, and we will get him on this podcast too. But um, the, the Redskins are going to be complete. FedEx Field will be the house of pain with a Y. And why? Because Deron Payne, the big boy, this big old country brother, from um, Birmingham, Alabama, the Crimson Tide. That's why we say roll, skins, roll. Uh, Nick Saban will be the next head coach of the Redskins, but uh, that's for another time, another day. But Deron, <laughs> <laughs> Deron Payne, uh, for the second year in a row, the Redskins go defensive line in the first round, and for the second year in a row, they go Alabama defensive lineman. Uh, this time it's not a local guy, though. But 
I was really impressed with this, Amir. I, I like this guy, especially with the Saquon Barkley pickup of the Giants. Everybody has like a legitimate running back in the NFC East. J.H.I. in Philadelphia, Barkley now in, uh, with the Giants. And then, of course, um, they love to investigate me, Zeke Elliott. Um, I thought that you needed to, you, you want to do something better. You like to run? We couldn't stop you. We're going to cut this arrogance off right now, and we're going to stop you. This Deron Payne pick, I, I love it. I, I am. Um, I think we have a guy here uh, that will partner up with his old buddy from um, Alabama and Jonathan Allen to make a great uh, defensive line. I couldn't agree more. I uh, was watching film from – the 2015 and 2016 uh, Alabama Crimson Tide and seeing film on Jonathan Allen and you see uh, film on Deron Payne at the same time to each other. Just that, just those two in tandem with each other. There's just such a good chemistry between them. Just, just was just in college. Just, just you can see there Um, should translate to the pros. No problem. And this guy, uh, they say that he can't really get to the quarterback, but I think because he really wasn't asked to do that too much, even though, yeah, he he probably should have just done it. But, you know, and at the college level, you, you do what you're asked to do. Same thing at the NFL. In the NFL, you know, you need to make as many plays as you can. So I think he can actually create more pressure than what is leading on. No doubt, no doubt. I I, I think he could take up some um, – he, he's going to take some linemen out of the equation, and he's going to free up spots for those linebackers. And I, I think he'll get to the quarterback. And like I said, you, you're asked to do what you're asked. So nothing more, nothing less. Um. But a great pickup um, in Alabama uh, for Deron Payne, 13th pick there. And then we move on to the second day. And, Amir, you actually had this young man as your number one pick at 13. Um, he had a lot of problems. He saved a woman from a burning car or a smoking car. Um, he allegedly may have gotten into a fight with the Eagles. But Darius Geis, the running back out of LSU, comes to the Redskins. The Redskins even traded back. How he That's the amazing part. Is yeah. The fact that they, they traded back from 44 to 59 in a trade with the Francisco 49ers that the Redskins sent the um, a fifth-round pick and the 44th overall pick and got to third. the Niners in exchange for the 59th overall and the 74th overall pick, which is great. You know, you definitely, you know, we were, we were hoping we would recoup that Alex Smith pick. So so in all purposes, basically, it was Kendall Fuller for Alex Smith, which, you know, some people want to say, you know, they, they wouldn't do it for a worse version of Kirk Cousins. I think it's a better version of Kirk Cousins. I think Alex Smith definitely is better than Kirk Cousins. And I... Uh, I would do that trade over and over again. 
personally. Um, and the fact that we were able to get where some draft experts list him as a even better running back prospect than Saquon Barkley, uh, Darius Geis, and just to get that powerful, violent, nasty running back like we've needed for so long. Say that again. Powerful. No, no, no. What did you say? You said nasty. Say it again. Say it nasty. like that. There you go. Nasty. That's, a, that's how they say that down there in the bayou. It's a nasty boy running that ball. Um, yeah, but no, you, you're you absolutely right. The guy runs angry. Um, he's a little bit of a prima donna, and I, I, I saw some. Um, but he's also only 20. Yeah, yeah, I know, but still, you know. Um, he was you know, 20. He's had personal you know problems in the past i mean his father was murdered when he was five or six you know just having to deal with that and you know having having to grow up really quickly because of that is just it's 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 heartbreaking right. man yeah I and got you. and you know just he you know he for the first time in a while the last couple of years since he's been at lsu you know, is really the first time that he's been able to act like a kid, really, and to act like a young age. So he's kind of, you know, catching up on what he missed out on. Right. And I can't, I can't fault a guy for doing that. Uh-huh. But you know, I think he's just, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll mature up, and you know, being in that locker room with, with Trent Williams, with Chris Thompson, with Sewer Cravens. Uh, Sewer Cravens is in Denver. Uh, yeah, but with. I mean, there there's a little bit of comparison there. If you, I I disagree. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Sewer Cravens is a little. Do it. Do I'm just gonna curse and say Sewer Cravens was a little bitch. Oh come on now. Yep. Yep. Come yep. On. I said it. Come on, don't be disrespectful to him. As, Skip. As, as, Skip, how as you going to go? Skip, as the great Sauntress, Demi Lovato would say, sorry, not sorry. How you going to, let me ask you something here. How you going to get on here and you going you gonna to legitimately say that Sue Cravens, who went to my Denver Broncos, <laughs> it just so, it's ridiculous. You put some speck on his name. Anyway, thank you, Shannon. Um, but no, I, well, there's, I mean, somebody, I, there's a speck. There's a, there, there's there's an apostrophe between the uh, U and the A. Good lord. Uh, but yeah, I, I like this guy. <laughs> I, I like the guy's pick. Um, I kind of salivated over it. I'm like, we need a running back. We need a run. And I'm like, oh yeah, we found some people compared him to Matt Jones. I don't think that's going to be the case. Oh no, not um, at all. You know, so I, I don't really. Um, I don't foresee. I, I, as long as he keeps his nose clean, uh, he is good friends with Little Wayne. It looked like because he got to take a picture with him. So Little Wayne owns the agency that represents him. Okay. I thought he wanted to go. Maybe he'll make another uh, burgundy yellow, burgundy yellow, or something. Or he might do red and <laughs> yellow, red and yellow. I don't know. But um, Darius, guys, wrong, wrong rapper, but no problem. He did do. He did green and yellow, green and yellow. No, that was black and yellow by um No, Lil Wayne, you look it up. Lil Wayne did a remix. During when he? he went to Yes. 
All right. Yes. I, I apologize. Yeah, you Anyways, should. Anyways, you should. There you go. Recla- this computer. Reclaiming <laughs> my time. Reclaiming my time. Um, yeah, but Darius, guys, good pickup here uh, for the skins. We're in agreement there. Uh, kudos to you. You had him going 13, but he fell all the way down in the in the second round. But we move on from there. And Jerron Christian was the third pick. Redskins picked him with pick 74. Uh, the kid out of Louisville. And this was the pick from the Kyle Shanahan's out there in San Francisco. Um, you get that swing tackle. Because, like we said before, there's rumors that Ty Seki might be tried out and might move into guard. And if he's your fifth best lineman, you want to have all five of your linemen out there. Um, a kid that can play both ends comes from a, a decent offense uh, in college. Um, when Bobby Petrino's not messing with cheerleaders and crashing motorcycles, he is a pretty good offensive mind. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, this is a guy who protected Lamar Jackson from injury. So that's true. When that's Lamar true. Jackson wasn't running, yeah. And congratulations, Lamar Jackson, getting drafted. And I hope he proves a lot of people wrong. Um, I just but, hope he beats out RG3. <laughs> uh, he's able to. RG3 will probably beat his own self out. Um, yeah, but uh, good pickup. Good pickup there for um, for Jerron Christian. And then we move into day three. It was a Saturday. Just a normal Saturday at Shawshank uh, Prison. And with the 109th pick in and with the 109th back in the twenty-eight draft. draft, the Washington Redskins selected Troy Apke from Penn State. He's a safety. Um, some people thought this was kind of. Well, a I saw reach. Troy Apke. I did not believe he was a safety. He was. He did not have. Oh, he did not have God. the reputation of a safety, but nonetheless, a safety nonetheless. He didn't have the. Uh, that's, that's, that's as far as I go with the Morgan oh, Freeman accent. Um. Anyway. Trafkin, Penn State, kind of a reach, but he had a great combine. Um, he ran a pretty good. He wasn't he the fastest safety at the combine. He was the, fa- I believe, the fastest person at the combine. Yes, and um, Deion Sanders was very shocked. He said he, he, you know, he could run, run. He's like, I'm shocked. And Mike Mayock asked him why. He's like, Well, you know, I can't say why. On TV, and Troy Apke doesn't have the the tan of most safeties in the NFL. He's more in the vein of a uh, an Eric Weddle, a Harrison Smith, um, formerly Adam Archuleta. Um, <laughs> let's hope he doesn't play like Archuleta, but uh, let's play. Let's hope he plays more like Harrison Smith or Eric yeah, yeah, Weddle. Yeah, there you go. That, that, there you go. Um, just for you Redskins fans. But we have our Reed Dowdy. Yeah, he was projected to go in the fifth or sixth round. Um, but I like this guy. He he, he even he was in the Little League World Series in 2008 and pitched Catholic, a perfect game. Yeah. As, yeah, as you are saying, he, was, he pitched a no-hitter in the Little League World Series in 2008. Actually, I think I remember watching that game. I don't. I'm fairly certain I remember watching that. It was the same year that Fresno State won the College World Series. Oh, so. okay. Maybe Jerry Sandusky was there. 
Oh God, let me stop. Not funny. Um, oh God, not funny. Anyway, besides the point of that, um, I, I like him. He's got good measurables. Uh, six, six one, two hundred pounds. Got some decent arms. He's got not small hands, so you know the president won't be upset about that. Anyway, um, I, I like. I like Troy Apke. I, I think this guy, he could possibly be a steal here for the Burgundy and Gold come um, come training camp. And we'll see how he, how he plays out and how he pans out. So, But that 40, you need to go back there. Um, his dad was actually a um, linebacker at Pitt, and then he was a replacement player um, in 1987. So... Was he replaced player for the Skins? No, for the Steelers. Oh. That's back when the Steelers weren't good. I was like, oh, it'll be funny. He just got his Super Bowl ring. Yeah, but he actually... Um, <laughs> wow, yeah. He actually... A lot of marks on him was that he misses tackles. So he, he'll fit right in in Washington. <laughs> well, like I said last year, Washington has, has a tackling problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... We we moved on to the fifth round, and this you introduced this guy to me um, during your mock draft last week. And yes, he, he ra- rated as a second, um, a second round pick to third round pick, but Tim Settle settled all the way down with the risk. And I watched this pick. I was like, I said, please get Tim Settle. Please get Tim Settle. Please. Get. I, I was just sitting there just watching the picks go by and by and by. And then I'm like, oh, we took him. And I was like really excited. I was like, oh, yay. I kind of like schoolgirl laughed, uh, giggled about it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is a big, this is a, this is a big piece of humanity. <laughs> this is a big dude. He's a big old boy. Like, it, he is. He's huge. He compares to Vince Wilfork. I hope he doesn't wear like overalls like Vince. But six three two ninety. Uh, excuse me, three ninety. Uh, not three ninety. Three twenty nine. I finally got it right there. Um, Tim Settle. He is going to join his teammate as well. Uh, he's a local kid from the Prince William County area. Uh, he was a Washington Post All Metro uh, kid. And uh, during his time in high school, and he still holds a state record. Oh, excuse me, not he doesn't have a state record. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. But anyway, big pickup number four for Virginia Tech. Now he's going to be a, a big old boy plugging up that line for the Burgundy and Gold. Yeah, most most definitely, and move. I I thought as I say I graded him at a second round talent. I thought he was gonna he was gonna stay up there and some mm-hmm. someone would have picked him up. But I'm glad it was us picking him up, just shoring up that depth on the defensive line and right. you know, which with what we found out with uh with Mathitis Ionitis, as I like to call him, uh working out last year, mm-hmm. improving from his rookie season. And Anthony Lanier coming into fruition, along with Jonathan Allen. And now that we have Drum Payne, and we got we picked up Tim Settle, mm-hmm. 
but we still have Stacy McGee, Ziggy Hood. You know, we'll carry six or seven guys on the roster. So, McLean. Uh, that's really, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did have some releases today. We'll go over that in just a moment. Um, uh, moving on into the sixth round, uh, we did pick up. Uh, was this the linebacker or was this the corner? It was uh, Sean Dion Hamilton. Um, ah, yes. Linebacker got, out of yeah. Bama. Continuing to transform the Washington Redskins into the Washington Crimson Tide. Yes. Uh, to the point that even uh, Twitter, the Washington Redskins Twitter, put out hashtag Rule Skins. Rule Skins, yeah. And um, this guy, he they they actually compared him to Martrell Spate. So he, he stays hurt and can't get on the field. But um, either way, <laughs> um, he... Um, he was like one of the. Uh, they say he's one of the smartest players. He was valedictorian of his high school. He graduated high school semester early. Um, he paired up with Ruben Foster to make probably one of the best interior um, linebacking cores in college football last. Uh, not last year, but the year before last. Um, so there's a lot of things he just can't stay healthy. That's his problem. I had uh, major knee injuries. Um, in consecutive years, I think in 2016, he tore his ACL um, during the SEC championship game. And then I think uh, five games into this season, this year, he tore his ACL again. So, I, Ritzkins, if he can stay healthy, Ritzkins have some uh, value there. A thousand percent, yeah. Especially because he has a lot of people... A lot. Not nine thousand, but close. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, as you were saying. The all of the draft experts were saying that this guy is starting caliber linebacker mm-hmm. in the NFL if he's healthy. Right. So you know, it's, you know, the fact that we got him in the sixth round is just absolutely amazing. It's something to celebrate. Uh, yeah, I feel, I would like to officially nickname the Washington Redskins twenty eighteen draft. The Grand Larceny draft oh of 2018. Easy, easy killer, easy. And then uh, moving on to the seventh round, we had two picks. Uh, we had uh, Greg Strawman. Strawman. Well, I can't remember that poor guy's last Craig. name. Craig. Craig. Uh, he's wanting to borrow our car at some time. Um. But Craig Stroman uh, was uh, a Virginia Tech defensive back. Very versatile player for Virginia Tech. Very good punt returner. He had one punt return for a touchdown this year. In his career, he had um, uh, nine interceptions and tw- 26 passes defended. Yes. I mean, that's... You don't see that really. I mean, you're lucky in the NFL nowadays if you know if, uh, a starting caliber corner has ten passes defended in a season, maybe, or maybe you know eight. But the fact that this kid had twenty six, mm-hmm. uh, not to mention nine interceptions, mm-hmm. so I, I would like to. Go for I unfortunately couldn't find that stat out, but I'd like to go further and see what like quarterbacks' ratings were when they threw to him. 
Yeah, you you want those next gen stats, <laughs> right? Unfortunately, I, being the basic fool I am, I cannot find that out. Uh, um, hashtag basic Amir. Hashtag basic Amir. Gosh. <laughs> Anyways, um, and moving on to the two hundred and fifty sixth pick in the NFL draft. We love Mr. this pick. Oh, I, we love this pick so much. Oh yes, because I think he's gonna be anything but irrelevant. I think he will be. Mr. Relevant. Yeah. And there, there was a rumor that Jay Gruden kept on hitting the draft board. Let's get Trey Quinn, who led his team in receiving yards, catches, and touchdowns, although he was a transfer from LSU, so he had to set out the year prior, redshirt, because mm-hmm. this technically would be his senior season. Um, Correct. He he came out probably too if he stayed in there he probably would have got drafted a little bit higher but um, uh-huh. like this guy he, you say he reminds you of Julian Edelman I say Adam Thielen either way it doesn't really matter because these are two effective receivers in the NFL um, I like this pick I think this kid is gonna do something uh, he could possibly if he pans out could be a replacement for Jameson Crowder you can let Jameson Crowder walk. We don't know, but it, it is something worth looking at. Um, I like it. I, I really do. I like this kid. I love Mister Two Fifty Six. I I do as well. I think he's. I I really do think that this draft class, all eight players that we drafted, have have a chance to make this roster. Absolutely. Yeah, and and because just looking at our receiver situation in general, I mean, we have. Doxson, we have Richardson, we have Crowder. Really? Um, That's it. Yeah, I believe we. I think we resigned Brian Quick. We did, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, Maurice Mohert. Yeah. And then um, now we have Trey Quinn. Mm-hmm. So also, I think if if we carry six receivers, those I think will be the six receivers we carry. Mm-hmm. A lot. I mean, yeah, it's probably... Well, last year, did we carry five or six? I think last year, for the most part, we carried five. Yeah. But Gruden isn't there. Ryan Grant isn't because there. That, but that was just because of all the injuries on the offensive line that we needed to carry more offensive linemen. Right. I think normally we would carry six in the season. And honestly, for the fourth consecutive year in a row, Jay Gruden has drafted a wide receiver. Yes. Yes, yes. We're fifth, but I don't know. 14, he drafted one. 15, he drafted one. 16, drafted one. 17, drafted one. Five. So five years in a row. I forgot he's been there so long. Um, but it's, it's weird to say that about a Washington Redskins head coach. You are. That's <laughs> not named Joe Gibbs. You are absolutely that is right. not named Joe Gibbs. I, I really do think he is the longest tenured head coach. No, North Turner. George Allen, I think. Well, North Turner, I was going to say since the first Joe Gibbs, but North Turner was there for a while. I think he was there for six years. North Turner years. was only there for, no, North Turner was only there for two years. No, North Turner was there from 94 to 2000. Was he? Oh, yeah. I thought he was only there for two seasons. Maybe it was because he was only there for two seasons when Dan bought the team. 
Uh, yeah, he was there in 99 season and then got fired um, with three games left in the um, in the 2000 season. Mm-hmm. Wasn't his fire with a, with still a chance to make the playoffs? Yes, and they fired him after the Redskins lost nine to seven against the Giants at FedEx Field. <laughs> it's weird, uh, but I remember it. It's so weird. Uh, I do love your obscurity, though. <laughs> I mean, dude, I can tell you, like, sh- and then they went on. That was the same season we knocked out um, Troy Aikman, finished him off for his career. Yep, but um, finish him. Yeah, we'll, we're going to take a quick, quick break. Recollect our thoughts, and then we'll talk about the undrafted free agents here. See you on the Warpath podcast. All right, back here on the Warpath podcast, it is Sanchez four or five with Basic Amir, and um, oh, oh, hashtag Basic Amir. Um, we got some guys who didn't get drafted. Some notable dudes that that didn't get drafted uh, that are coming to the rookie uh, minicamp starting on Friday, I believe. And you have a list of those guys. Yeah, you you have the list. So Mir's going to read off all these names of these people. Tell me where they be from. So of the undrafted uh, free agents uh, reported signings to the Washington Redskins. Uh, Ranthony Texada from Frisco, Texas. That's a brother. Uh, yes, he is. I know. Um, cornerback out of TCU. Yes. McEnroe Alexander, That's cornerback out of one. Iowa State. And his mama didn't like him. <laughs> Quinn Blanding, safety out of UVA. Kind of like this signing. Soft. Like everything in UVA. <laughs> Sheffield, wide receiver out of Colorado. I'll tell you how much I hate UVA one day. <laughs> okay. Not for this, not not at this point in time, but I don't like him. <laughs> Another uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, Cam Sims, wide receiver. Roll damn tide. Full skins roll. Roll damn Simmons tide. Simmons Hobbs, wide receiver out of Indiana. Danny Johnson, cornerback out of Southern. Gerard uh, Fernandez, linebacker out of NC State. Devon Durant, defensive lineman out of Marshall. Met an assistant, AD, who we're good friends now um, from Marshall. That's cool. I had to tell you that story, too. Okay. Uh, Michael Holder, wide receiver out of San Diego State. Elijah Wellman looks like this guy looks like he belongs on making a murderer. I'm sorry. Um, fullback out of WVU, West Virginia. West Virginia, go Mountaineers, burning couches. That looks like he's burning burning corpses, actually. Um, or oh god, I can't say it on here, but I'll leave it. Demorne Pearson L, wide receiver out of Nebraska. He is apparently related to Superman. From the House of L. Um, Sean Welsh, offensive guard out of Iowa. Ty McCulley, offensive lineman. Would be Wave a little. 
Matt Flanagan, tight end out of Pitts. Martez Carter, running back out of Grambling. Oh. Timon Paris, tackle out, offensive tackle out of Stony Brook. Oh, and then they got a tryout list. Yes, they do have a tryout list. Uh, we have Dylan Beer, tight end out of Southern. Ooh. Evan Salva or Dylan Salva. I really don't know what this guy's name is. He's just a giant white dude. Can we just call him um, E.D. Silva? Sure, E.D. Silva. E.D. Salva. Uh, tight end out of Merrimack. Know where that is? Vontae Diggs, linebacker out of UConn. Wasn't Vontae Diggs like the guy from the the draft day movie? That's Tay Diggs. No, I'm saying was his character's name Vontae Diggs? I don't remember. I haven't seen Draft Day. It's actually a good movie. You should check it out. Kevin Costner's awesome. Uh, apparently, he was running the Buffalo Bills draft this year. Oh. Um. No, yeah, Vontae Diggs, I think David Duke was running um, the Bills draft, but that's for another day. Uh, Nick Stevens, quarterback out of Colorado State. Need a camp arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamari Cotton Moya, defensive back out of Iowa State. Casey Dunn, center out of Auburn. Ryan Marcouche, wide receiver out of Eastern Kentucky U. And finally, James Butler, running back out of Iowa. The Butler from Iowa, but um, a lot of uh, a lot of guys on this list. But I, I think a couple of dudes that stick out to me um, is uh, the safety from Virginia, um, uh, Quinn uh, Blanding, which I think where he went to a terrible football school. That kind of hurts your stack sometimes as well. Um, it's the same reason why Jay Cutler shouldn't have been drafted that high, and it's the reason why some of these kids should be drafted when they're not drafted. Um, mm-hmm. So, And he's from the Virginia Beach area. He's from uh, Bayside High School, familiar with that area. Um, I believe it's in Norfolk. I don't know. But anyway, um, you got this Ranthony Textado. Um, he's gonna come up here with Josh Doxson, and then you got another um cyclone coming up there. I don't know if this was another guy. You know, we had talked about this cat before. I'm surprised Redskins if he didn't get drafted, they didn't go after him. Um, the Lazard guy, did he get picked up? Uh, what was his full full name? Alan Lazard. I think he did. Uh, Alan oh yeah, Slaughter. he got picked up by Jacksonville. Okay. So he, you know, it's kind yeah, of funny though. You know who's in Jacksonville, right? Now it's Paul, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I said, yeah, you know, Alan Lazar could have came in and been a replacement for um for Niles Paul. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the irony there, it's it stinks. But. He's tall. Wow, he's six five. Yeah, he's a big and like he's a he's a big old boy. And I would have loved to seen him. Um, you know, I, I think he could have done like Niles Paul was a wide receiver, but they converted him to tight end. I think this guy could have been the same thing. But we'll see how it goes. Um but I, I, I like what the skins are doing here with the draft and now these rookies coming in here. Um, 
a lot of uh, big, big play guys come up in here, hopefully. And diamonds in the roughs. Um, there, we did have some movement though on the roster because of the draft as well. Uh, the Redskins yes. did wind up releasing AJ Francis, Monterey Hughes, and Terrell McLean, who was signed last year to a big contract. And it, well, I guess when you play like a scrub, you're going to get scrubbed out, and that's what happened to him. Maybe he'll find a way back to Dallas and then torment us, but we'll see. And then the Redskins uh, waived three players: Chris Bazell or Basil. Jamie Sample, and then probably the best name on here, Casanova McKenzie. That boy sounds like he should be slinging cocaine somewhere, probably. Like, on the Amazon. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Casanova. Like, you can tell the brother ain't up to, to nothing good. It is my boy, Casanova. I don't know. Either that or it just sounds like some old dirty dude who's like lit, who thinks he like, he dresses really well but he's just like some old filthy dude that like creeps on um, women. Like, oh, he, he, he he's the reason why TLC made the song Creep, so. <laughs> but we do have good news. We have we really do. good news. And you know what? Hey, you were here on the next segment. Yes. This is on the Warpath Podcast. We are back here on the Warpath, the podcast, the final segment, y'all. Um, it's just one more thing. Jackie, I mean, Amir. Uh, yes, Uncle. Sanchez 405 here with basic Amir once again. And uh, <laughs> it's going to catch on. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's going to catch on. <laughs> Hashtag don't. Hashtag do it. Hashtag basic Amir. <laughs> You're going to start doing it. I bet you will. It's a term of endearment. Um, mm-hmm. But we got some good news, boys and girls. Some rumors. No rumors don't make good bedfellows, but never before have I hoped a rumor to be true. Yes, yes, yes. I never want to be a rumor true like this, unless saying the rumor is the Redskins are going to win the Super Bowl. But right. Speaking of that, Brucey boy, John Gruden might be getting the old band back together and. Uh, in Raider country. Uh, they won't be in Oakland too much longer. They'll be in uh, Las Vegas uh, here pretty soon. So, um, I mean, instead of working crapshoots with the Redskins, he could be working the crapshoot tables in Vegas and with the Oakland Raiders. Um, I think this would be disastrous for the Raiders, so I'm all on board for it. And I think that you know, we we haven't heard anything from Bruce since since the Alex Smith deal. Am I right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, while uh, he made uh, some comments, he did an interview with uh, JP Finley of NBC at NBC Sports Washington, mm-hmm. um, and for the Redskins Talk podcast, 
on um at the owners meetings before about about three weeks before the draft. Right. Um, you just uh, sit down with them there, and but really we haven't really heard from Bruce, which is kind of strange. Ain't bad though. Uh, not too strange. He usually keeps out of the limelight. Um. He hasn't. What do you mean he does? He keeps out of the limelight. Bull crap. Everything is focused around this dude. Like, I don't know. He's scum. Like, I I hate Bruce Allen. I really. Oh, we do. all do. No, no, no. I I don't think you realize how much I hate Bruce Allen. The only reason why I would put if Bruce Allen was on fire, the only reason why I would throw water on him would be to throw grease and light him back on fire. I can't stand this dude. The way he handled Kirk Cousins, whether Kirk Cousins deserves $84 million or what, uh, that will be remain to be seen. But it's a reason why this dude, why would you ever want to have somebody who is the most, the least trusted executive in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Why would you want that? This guy... He, I hope he goes to Oakland and does what he does in Washington and just fucks that team up because that's exactly what it is. I bet you George Allen like comes to him in his sleep as a ghost and says, "Him, him, hooray! You keep on fucking up the team, son." Pretty much, and I'm like, just glad that you know it's. It, yeah, I'm just like I, I hope these rumors. So pretty much, they were talking about, and I think it was Lock and Fora who had said something about it. Um. That there there was interest there but on both parties. Um, he wouldn't come back in like a personnel role, but more like in the business aspect. And to his credit, um, as slimy as he is, he probably is pretty much uh, suited for a business type role. Um, I think he did. He's done a great job with like alumni relations and doing stuff like that because uh, we've seen a lot of Redskins alumni come back. Um, and the Redskins were really one of these teams that first started that homecoming type deal where they have like an annual homecoming game and they started that like back in 2012 with the um the game against the Panthers where we saw those sick jerseys Um, but I, I'd say good riddance to them get them out I'm not letting Dan Snyder off the hook Still don't trust him, but it is what it is. But I, I hope Bruce gets what he deserves and leaves Washington. As do I. Yeah. Just hit, hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back hit no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more. what you say? Goodbye. Hit the road, Bruce, and please don't ever come back. So I I think this has been a fun one, Amir. This is the first time you've been throughout the whole podcast. I think is that right? I believe I believe so. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. not just one segment, but all the segments we had Amir here, and we're still on YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment. Uh, we're on. Gosh, we're on like four different things now. 
We're on Anchor. You can find us on iTunes as yeah. well. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And remember, once we get to 15, 15 reviews, uh, we will be picking at random uh, somebody who has reviewed. They will receive one Redskins New Era draft cap. Yes. I'm going to go and put my comment in right now so I can get selected at random. Ten seconds. I'm out to you. But as always, we do appreciate you here, um, Amir, and we appreciate all of you guys listening out there in the podcast world. Um, don't forget to find us on YouTube and at Sanchez405 at Twitter. I, Amir, what's your um, Twitter handle? It's just at Amir, uh, Amir underscore Baharlo, I believe. Let me double check that real quick. Twitter handle. And we're on Facebook, too. So all the old people out there, you guys can go like Facebook. Yes. Yes, it's Adamir underscore Baharlu. Yes, um, go find him. Find me. I'm not basic. He, hashtag uh, basic Amir. I'm tweeting that at you. Oh, yes, you would, wouldn't you? I am. I'm going to go tweet that right now. But um, we appreciate you, sir. And appreciate all you guys out there listening to us. We are making strides here, um, and we just want you guys to keep on listening and stay tuned. We're going to have more. As always, we say here, and we say on YouTube, too, we love you guys. We really do appreciate it, and we'll be talking to you real soon. Love, peace, and hail, and we are out. Good night.